Hey everyone, it's John. You're listening to the Code Blue and Gold podcast, and this is Tuning Out. Today, I will be reviewing and discussing Taylor Swift's 10th studio album, Midnight. Let's get right into it. So for starters, uh, just a little backstory behind the album. Midnight's is, like I said, the 10th album by uh, American singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. Basically, it was released on October 21st, 2022, and it was announced at the 2022 music video or MTV Video Music Awards, otherwise known as the VMAs, a couple months earlier than that. Um, after a couple of re-recordings of her old albums that were taken from, that were st- from because of the copyright still being stolen from her, she re- came back with this new material, Midnight's. And basically, this is a concept album about nocturnal um, feelings and thoughts and staying up late with your own thoughts and kind of that. It's best mainly described as uh, poppy with a little bit of, with a lot of synthesizers in it. Uh, And this album is very historical. Um, It's achieved a lot of, it's broke, it's achieved a lot and it's broken a lot of records. For example, is the most single day, it broke the record for the most single day streams of any album on Spotify. And it topped the charts in 28 countries. It opened with over 1.5 million uh, units or album equivalent units and marked her 11th number one on the Billboard 200. It also made her the first ever person to claim the top 10 spots on the Billboard Hot 100, including the number one song, Antihero. Let's just say this album is pretty... Uh, monumental and historical and groundbreaking. And it's also, a lot of people say, one of her best uh, albums. And yeah, so today we are going to just go through and talk about every single song. Let's get right into it. So basically, the first track is titled Lavender Haze. This song is... So the title of it is basically about it, or I, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. The title "Lavender Haze" is a phrase that she heard while she was watching a TV show, and it's a '50s phrase, a very popular '50s phrase about being in love. And she basically says that she focus wants to focus on the passionate part of. A relationship, whether rather than you know any of the the negativity or or getting over any um, hardships in the relationship. So this is Lavender Haze. I'm gonna play a little bit of snippet of every track. Here's Lavender Haze. I love that song so much. It's such an incredible song to open with. I I love it a lot. 
The next track is titled Maroon. Uh, basically, this song is very, I should say, fitting with a lot of her other records because one thing that Taylor Swift talks a lot about is the color red in all her records. She has an album called Red. She references redness um, a lot, and Maroon is a shade of red. So basically, while her past records have talked about, you know, love being, you know, burning red, this is kind of more of like a grown-up version, I would say, of a love story. And it's showing that all the shades were kind of with each other. It never got bad. It, you know, it never got bad. It was all, it fluctuated, but they were all one shade of red, meaning it, it was all consistent and constant. This is maroon. When the morning came, we were cleaning incense off your final shelf because we lost track of time again. Laughing with my feet in your lap like you were my closest friend. How'd we end up on the floor anyway you say your roommates cheap as top rose that's how yep that's maroon i really like that song it's very you know it's 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 a very beautifully written song i would say next track everyone knows this song it's me hi i'm the problem it's me anti-hero basically this track is simply just about self-hate and self-loathing and feeling like you're not good enough and everybody hates you and everybody should hate you. That's what this track is about. This is Antihero. Yep, that's Antihero. I really like that song a lot. It's well, something that's every that all these tracks have in common is that they're all very synth uh, based. They're, they have a lot of synthesizer on them. They're very layered, and they have a lot of glam in them. And I really, really like that. I really, really like what Taylor did with this album and with the with the production of it it's very it's very glam it's a very glamorous album and i love it love that a lot the next track is titled snow on the beach featuring lana del rey lana del rey is one of my favorite artists and basically this track is talking about kind of like a phenomenon of two people falling in love with each other and like how weird and you know rare that is for them to both fall in love with each other it's not just like you know oh you made me f you know there there's a phrase where it's like so and so fell in love so and so fell harder well they fell in love at the same time with each other and that's rare and that's not very common so this talks about that this is snow on the beach 
And then it goes on to drop an F bomb. <laughs> One thing on this on this record that they it it's not a clean record, I should say. There's a clean version, but it's it's not very it's not the cleanest. It's okay though. It's not like clean as in like dirty, but they they drop a few F bombs and here and there and stuff like that. This next track is one of my favorite songs by her ever. You're on your own, kid. I love this song a lot. Basically, this song recounts or or kind of goes back to um, and visits a young person who really wants love and but eventually understands that they're really on their own and they have to fend for themselves and they have to find it for themselves and that's okay like becoming like coming of age almost um and it also mentions a lot of things that taylor has gone through before uh she's got with her if insecurities and she had an eating disorder during her career and things like that and yeah this is you're on your own kid summer went away still the yearning stays i play it cool with the best of them i wait patiently he's gonna notice me it's okay we're the best of friends anyway i hear it in your voice you're smoking with your boys i touch my phone as if it's your face i didn't choose this town i dream of getting out there's just one who could make me stay all my days one thing about this record or about that song in particular is that it mentions making friendship bracelets, which became a huge thing at concerts uh, for Taylor. Where they make uh, the bracelets and then they trade bracelets. And her current boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, um, made a bracelet but wasn't able to give it to her during her concert. And then he, quote unquote, put her on blast. Didn't really just met. He, he talked about it on his podcast that he has with his brother, Jason Kelsey. And they were talking about it and then Taylor heard about it and then reached out to Travis and then they started dating. So I don't think that that would have happened without that song and that this whole huge thing with the concerts and the bracelets and that correlation, I don't think that would have ever happened without this song. It just shows that, you know, little things can make big changes in people's lives and shows how beautiful it is. The next track is titled, <laughs> excuse me, is titled Midnight Rain. Basically, Taylor in this um, shows a relationship where the two people are like completely opposite of each other. They're, um, she says 
she's uh he that the, the, her boyfriend is sunshine and he, she's midnight rain and they want something different and they have both had different expectations so this is midnight rain he wanted a comfortable, I wanted that pain. He wanted a bad, I was taking my own name. Chasing that pain, he stayed the same. Only changed that memory. My town was a wasteland. Cages full of fences, pageant queens, and pretenders. But for some, it was paradise. I really like this song. Um, and like I said, a lot of it really just is very, it's very, it's a very glamorous album, and I really, really like it uh, for that reason. The next track is titled Question. This was my favorite on this album for a long time. Basically, this track talks about and asks her former uh, partner if his new partner experiences the same things that her and her ex-boyfriend experienced. Like saying, hey, I have a question. Uh, do you guys do this? Do, do you do this that you did to me also? Things like that. And it's basically... Um, saying that she hopes that she's always in his mind with her new with his new partner so here's question and in the intro it samples another one of her songs out of the woods from 1989 which i think is really nice here's question I had to stop it there because she was about to drop an F-bomb. <laughs> uh, that's question. I really, really like it. I think the chorus in there is it's great. And yeah, I really like it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, y'all got a part of my French here for this one. It's just the track title. The next track is titled Vigilante Shit. <laughs> Vigilante Shit. It's basically talking about women wanting revenge and female rage. And basically, instead of getting sad about someone or something that happened, she wants to get even with them. So yeah, this is Vigilante Shit. You know, that's obviously not the track or the actual song title, but we're going to keep it clean here. Draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man. You did some bad things, but I'm the worst of them. Sometimes I wonder which one will be your last lie. They say looks can kill and I might try. So yeah, it's very mysterious. It's very like, ooh, like feel good. Like, ooh, what's going to happen next? You know what I mean? That's vigilante shit. Next track is titled Bejeweled. Ooh, this, it's so bejeweled. And it sounds very Julian 
glamorous. Um, this track basically describes a frustration with her partner who she feel like doesn't value her um, as much as she should be valued. And, you know, in retaliation, she goes out and just has, has fun and goes out into the town and just, you know, proves to herself that she can, I guess, sparkle up any room that she steps in. So yeah, this is Bejeweled. Baby love, I think I've been a little too kind. Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind. And the shoes I gave you as a present, putting someone first only works when you're in their top five. And by the way, I'm going out tonight. Best believe I'm still bejeweled. When I walk in the room, I can still make the whole place I love that song. It's so just like, you know, getting ready for a night out. And it's just, it's very glammy. It's very sparkly. I really love that. The next track on this is titled Labyrinth. Basically, this song finds herself falling in love. Uh, it's about falling in love. And it's about both the realization, the fear, and the acceptance and excitement of falling in love. And I really think it's just beautifully sounding and beautifully written. And I love it so much. This is Labyrinth. It's very special to me. That is a very heavily synthed um, song with a lot of synthesizers and a lot of layering and a lot of harmony. The harmonies in this in this uh, record also are very, very, very pretty. The next track is titled Karma. Basically, this song here, Karma, the history behind it is kind of funny because there was always, there had always been a theory um, about Taylor Swift scrapping an album called Karma. That has just been a conspiracy theory because of a music video that had the word Karma in like on a wall with all her other albums, but that's the only one that didn't have um, an album that actually existed with that name. Um, and basically, excuse me, basically this song is it's really kind of hard to explain. It's 
pointing at somebody and just saying like, you know, we're different and karma's going to get you. And I know you're horrible and I'm not horrible because I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. And yeah, just like I said, karma's going to get you. So here is karma. I'm gonna be very honest. I completely forgot that there was that she said um, shit at the beginning. So that caught me off guard for a sec, just because I was like, oh wait, um, yeah, that's karma. I really like that song. Next track is titled Sweet Nothing. This is such an underrated and beautiful song. This is just about falling in love and loving your partner and wanting everything that they have to offer, including their sweet nothings. It's very pretty sounding and the harmonies are beautiful. Here's Sweet Nothing. Very pretty, very soothing, very calming. I love that song a lot. And the last track on Taylor Swift's groundbreaking album, Midnight's, is titled Mastermind. This is basically saying, um, or a song about, I guess, planning for somebody to fall in love with you and like and not just being like natural and it being like planned like I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna have you hopefully feel this way and it was all planned and I it worked out in my favor so here's mastermind this is I should say before I start this is probably the most interesting sounding song on this record Once upon a time, the planets in the face and all the stars aligned. You and I ended up in the same room at the same time. And the touch of a hand lit the fuse of a chain reaction of counter moves to assess the equation of you. Checkmate, I couldn't lose. What if I told you none of it was accidental and the first night that you saw me, nothing was gonna stop me? Yep, that's Mastermind. And it's, like I said, it's very interesting with the sounds and the different, you know, instruments that are used in the production. Well, that concludes this episode of Tuning Out uh, for Taylor Swift's Midnight. This is one of my favorite albums by her. It's so perfect, and I just love every single song on it. 
uh, yeah. So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. I hope I put you on to a new artist. If you don't listen to Taylor Swift already, um, or if you live under a rock and you've never heard of her, um, and maybe I put you on to a new album, a new song, or a new genre that you never thought of listening to before. And if not, then I hope I just you enjoyed what you heard. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Cold Blue and Gold podcast. And thank you for listening to Tuning Out. And I'll see y'all next time. Bye, everyone.